You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Cody Davis, and this is Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and the brand new You Can Argue That Sports.com. Glad to be back today. Happy Thursday. And of course, I cannot do this show by myself. John, some sports guy here, uh, ready to do the show, ready to talk about one of the most premier matchups of the season at least that's what we are expecting uh out of the deshaun watson versus lamar jackson ultimately the texans versus the ravens there's a lot to really look forward to in these matchups so today what we have for you guys is four reasons why the ravens can win this game and then four reasons why the houston texans can win this game and you know we talked about it a little bit in pregame this team is very, very similar to one another. When you look up, when you look at the makeup of how this team is set up, I, I definitely think there's a lot of different things that the Texans do better than the Ravens and vice versa. So I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, most definitely, man. I am so excited for this game. You know, earlier in the season, this is one of the games that I had already. I already put a star next to because I knew, you know, just going in, I just, it's Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson. But I did not know that this game would turn out to be this big. It's almost, it's almost like we, we got an early Christmas present, you know. And I was speaking of Christmas, it is the holiday season which means a lot of people are, are, are thinking, what I'm going to get you for Christmas, what I'm going to get you for Christmas. I can tell you the perfect gift that you can get anyone, and that's Peloton. Peloton is offering a limited-time offer. Get $100 off accessory when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get started. And get started is what we're going to do with the show. I can't wait. So much excitement surrounded around this team, both teams. The Texans are coming off of a bye week. The dominant performance Lamar Jackson and the Ravens had Sunday against the Bengals. So much. The storylines are exceptional. So I can't wait to talk about it. And welcome back in, everybody. Thank you for sticking around after a word from our sponsors. Uh, And, you know, I just really want to hop into it about the Texans talk that we have today when looking at the Baltimore Ravens. But before I do, Cody, there has been a couple people that hit me up about the releasing of Vernon Hargraves, the third from Tampa Bay yesterday, the cornerback. And well, Tuesday rather. And they, they asked me, should we go out and get him? And should we go out and do this and do that? And my response to it the entire time was, I mean, I never really said, no, this would be bad. This is a bad decision. You know, I didn't cast it out. I just was thinking to myself that Roby was coming back. Conley has been great in his two games. Lonnie Johnson Jr., the rookie out of Kentucky, he's uh, he's been playing well. So I didn't really see a need for him. But, however, you look at 
Well, Jonathan Joseph is old. He is still a first-round talent. Let's see what he has left in him. And that's what the Texans did when they went out and got him off waivers. I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do. Shout out to my boy Matt Edwards. You know, he hit me up on Twitter asking about what should the Texans do? Should the Texans go out and get, get go get Vernon Hargraves? And, you know, I made my statement then. And also another friend of mine from Facebook, he hit me up on Facebook. I definitely said I was going to shout him out. Reggie Smart. Those two guys were advocating for Vernon, and it turned out well. And you know when you're right, you want to let somebody know you're right. Yeah, and, and you, you take a look at, all of the injuries that the Houston Texans have been dealing with. I mean, you can never have too much security. I mean, you take a look at the injury report going into Sunday's game. They're coming off a bye week, and Bradley Roby is listed as questionable due to a hamstring injury. So, I mean, you you, you never want to have too much safety. I, I'm happy with the signing. I am, too. And the Texans now have four cornerbacks who were drafted in the first round. Jonathan Joseph, Bradley Roby, Garyon Conley, and Vernon Hargraves is the third. Uh, out, of the, out of that four, Jonathan Joseph is the only one that is older than 27. So <laughs> you know what that means. They have some youth and talent at that position. Hargraves will wear number 28. Um, he's going to be around new scenery, which has helped Garyon Conley. Hopefully, that is infectious in a good way and will help VH3. Now, past that, uh, Houston, Texas, guys, versus the Ravens. There are a lot of things that each team does very well that the other team does very well as well. So we're going to analyze what can each team do to stop the other. We're going to start off with the Ravens. And it's only right that we start off with the Ravens. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a team who is arguably the best team in the league right now. And, John, you mentioned it. We talked about it in the pre-show. This, These two teams are so identical to the point if you pull up their stats, it's basically it goes Texans, Baltimore, Baltimore, Texans. Even when you look at the individual player stats, it's always a Baltimore Ravens player, then a Texans player, a Texas player, then a Baltimore Ravens. But when, when you take a look at how the Ravens can beat the Houston Texans, I'm looking at it from this standpoint for both sides. Whoever front seven can step up defensively and stop the other team's run game, that's who's going to win this game, in my eyes. You take a look at the Baltimore Ravens. They are top five in rushing. Matter of fact, they're number one in rushing. They have two players in the top 15 in rushing. Lamar Jackson is ranked number 10, and Mark Ingram is ranked number 11. If the Ravens can find a way to get past Whitney Merciless in the Texans' front seven, I do believe that the Houston Texans will be in for a long battle. And, John, I mentioned it earlier in the week. I am nervous due to the fact that, yes, Whitney Merciless has been playing really well. Matter of fact, the whole Texans front seven has been playing really well. But the fact that we do not have J.J. Watt for this game really concerns me because if we we had J.J. Watt, I would be a lot more confident in what the Texans can do to contain Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and their whole run game in general. Without him, we, I don't feel like we have enough. 
And you saw what they did to Cincinnati. You saw what they did to New England. I just do not believe that they I just do not believe that the Houston Texans will have enough to stop that run game. I will say this. I definitely think Whitney Merciless needs to have a game. We haven't seen him step out and step up in a while now. Yeah. You know, even the game where since, the first game without JJ Watt. And that's and that's what's concerning me because earlier in the season we was all Whitney Merciless this, Whitney Merciless that. I mean, all of us. He has cooled off a lot, and I'm just not sure. And maybe the bye week is what he needed because there was a lot putting on his shoulders earlier in the year. Maybe he'd come out with his second win, win in the bye week, and this would be the perfect opportunity, the first, the perfect game to not only go back to the Whitney Merciless he was prior to the last few games, but the Whitney Merciless to, hey, I'm still looking for a contract, and I'm still looking to get paid. Yeah, the the run game of the, the Ravens would definitely hurt us. And, you know, I'm looking at the other side of the ball to start off with. I think the secondary for the Ravens will be very, very formidable, respected going into this game. Marcus Peters, since he's been there, he's added to this secondary, who's already good. He's had two pick sixes in, since he's arrived in Baltimore. Marlon Humphrey has two interceptions on the year, nine pass deflections through nine games, and he's only allowed 25 completions for 268 yards and two touchdowns. But that comes out to 2.7 catches per game and only 29 yards per game. So he's been a stud along with Jimmy Smith since he's returned. He has two pass deflections, 35 yards from four completions in his three games. Now, we have a very, very good respectable receiver core. We have DeAndre Hopkins. We have Kenny Stills. Hopefully, we'll be able to see Will Fuller. We'll see how he's feeling throughout the week before the injury report actually drops. Hopefully, we'll be able to see more Kiki QT featured in this offense after you know, he's been in the doghouse as of late. But they have players on their secondary that can really take receivers out of their game. And then I'm going to look at the tight end core between Andrews, Hurst, Boyle. These guys on the year in their wins have combined for 783 yards and six touchdowns. They are Lamar Jackson's security blanket. And when I mean security blanket, I mean the security bank blanket to the bank. He's comfortable with doing everything he wants to do with those tight ends on the field, even when they're running three tight end sets on the field. That helps them out with the passing game, but more importantly, the run game. It confuses teams, and they can get out and create extra space with extra bodies on the field. The tight end core would be very, very – I looked at – Going into this game, you have to take accountability of them. I think the Texans defense need to play smarter than they've ever played before. Also, Mark Ingram. What do you say Mark Ingram ranked in rushing? Number 11, right behind 11. Action Jackson. Right behind Action Jackson. So he's a guy that can get the ball in the end zone. He knows how to play. He's been with your beloved Saints. He's been in the league for a very long time. He knows how to run in between tackles and in round tackles. He it's still a stud. You still have to respect him. And out of the the many running backs that's qualified to be a part of this top whatever rushing attack, he's number 11. Lastly, Ronnie Stanley. The Baltimore Ravens left tackle has allowed zero sacks this year. 
And we mentioned the defense. We mentioned the front seven. We mentioned all of these things. But if they cannot beat him, which he hasn't been beaten so far, then it will be a long day. All of these reasons will definitely come into factor Sunday, Cody. It, it's not even a question because they are good at doing what they're already good at. And more times than not, when you look at the team that is seven and two, who's been able to stop them? Nobody. They 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 beat the undefeated Patriots and they did it their way against a defense who was heralded as the best defense in the league. And I still think they are. But they look what they did against the Patriots. And I want you to know that you have a lot of activities you can participate in during Thanksgiving week. Because during Thanksgiving week, my bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears Lion game. And I know, I know, especially here in Houston, I'm pretty sure you're gonna go with the Lions in this game, but that doesn't matter. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations as well. My bookie will give you all of your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Make sure you do your part to support your favorite team this season. Hop on the gravy train and get in on the action with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, Cody Davis, John, some sports guy, Hickman. John, thank you so much for carrying the crossover episode with Locked On Ravens yesterday. You did a phenomenal job, my brother. Just just thank you for that, man. Oh, no problem. And I'll tell you this, me and Kevin had a great time. It was, it was, it was so fun. It's like I never – it's like I knew him for a long time. We just got straight to the show, and the chemistry was amazing, just like the chemistry in between – Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Seals, of course, we know those guys were traded together. Here to Houston, Kenny Seals says, it's been comforting to have teammate and friend Laramie Tunsil to help make the transition to Houston with him. Says Tunsil is the best left tackle in the league. Wanted to throw that out. These guys love each other, love playing with one another. But I miss you. You know, it was funny. I was listening to that podcast, and I was sitting there. I was like, man, you and Kevin sound like you guys had some little, little chemistry. You know, I was – Starting to get a little jealous, you know. I ain't want you to don't get jealous. Don't get jealous. I ain't want you to forget about your boy. But um, for for those of you that don't know, um, I also cover the Houston Rockets and I also cover University of Houston basketball, and um, that's where I was on Tuesday night when we record the Locked On shows. And I'm telling you guys this because we're in the middle of the NFL season. The NBA just got started, and don't forget about hockey. When you want to win some money, please use my bookie. Use your basketball knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. Use promo code LOCKEDON and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit. John, if you're betting, please use my bookie. Use my bookie and make sure you bet right. In some games like this coming up Sunday, you may want to stay away because emotions get involved. <laughs> you know, you don't really know who you're going to go with. This is a matchup of Foreman Heisman winners. This is a matchup of, you know, I, I said it yesterday, we are comparing Deshaun Watson to Michael Jordan here in this league, and that's in a totally different sport. You know, Jumpman, Watson, Action Jackson, everything these two guys have been able to do for their franchise in their very short, young, but spectacular careers thus far. I really can't wait 
I cannot because let me say something real quick before I get into the points of why I think the Texans or what rather the Texans should do to win this game. Look for uh, from everybody else, not named Lamar Jackson. I mean, not named Deshaun Watson. I, I think going into this game, the overall makeup of this MVP race has been one of the funnest I've seen in a while. You look at the who I have number one right now, Russell Wilson, and his performances throughout the entire throughout the entire year thus far. Uh, and they're on a bye week as well. They needed their must need a rest after that overtime victory against the 49ers. Well, Russell Wilson was beat out by Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson has a very good resume for this year to make his MVP case. And it seems like after the bye week, we're doing the bye week, everybody forgot about what Deshaun Watson has been doing this year. Now, I do believe that he's had MVP performances robbed of him simply because the Texans couldn't close out, i.e. that New Orleans Saints game to open up the year. But he's had those performances against Atlanta. He's had that performance against his first matchup against the 2018 MVP, Patrick Mahomes. He's had that performance against the Chargers. He's had performances, Oakland, the Jaguars. He's had those performances. But I think he needs this signature win Sunday to really put a stamp on his resume this year. Boy, 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 is it not exciting? Um, You could have easily made that a lot simpler if you just say it every time Deshaun Watson stepped on the field. MVP performance. <laughs> Let's not forget about that Jacksonville Jaguar game, the first one. That was pretty bad. Oh, the Carolina Panthers. That was a bad. That was a bad game. Once but, again, uh, just say every time the man steps on the field. <laughs> for the most part, for the most part, but I do have some things I believe the Texans can do to win this game. And every reason not name Deshaun Watson. First and foremost, you know you hit on it for the what the Texans needed to do against this run game, and you are absolutely right. They're facing the number one offense in the league they hover around was it two four four twenty total yards of four twenty between four twenty and four forty this offense they beat you on every single play they beat you at every single dimension of the game running throwing play action pass hitting you over the top it doesn't matter they are finding ways to beat you and like i said seven times out of nine they're getting it done but what the defense needs to do is stay disciplined. They have to stay disciplined. I've said this multiple times this week, whether it's been on air or not. You got to beat Lamar Jackson to his spot. And not only beat him to his spot, stay disciplined. Don't fall for the shake. Chop your feet. Do not anticipate a move. And we've seen Lamar Jackson spin off or make a play to make the defender look silly as hell. So you got to be disciplined when playing him. Also, another reason still with the defense is you have to know when and when not. Am I right? <clears throat> like you have to know when to attack the edge, when to, whenever they're blocking, when to squeeze down if you're an edge rusher. Don't overplay it. You know, and also believe the the Texas defensive line, they have to win at the point of point of scrimmage, the line of scrimmage, rather. They have to push those offensive linemen back 
a half a a half a yard inch or whatever. The more you're in their territory, the better chance the Texans have to win this game. Now it's going to be difficult with players like Ronnie Stanley, how he's playing. Zero sacks given up. He's been phenomenal. Orlando Jr., he's been phenomenal. You're going to have to find a way to win at the line of scrimmage. Because if you do not and you allow Lamar Jackson, if you allow Mark Ingram to get open and find the lanes faster and quicker than what you're getting there, you're going to hurt. And secondly, before I give it back to you, Cody, one thing you also have to do, you have to make the Ravens conform to what you want them to do. What do I mean by that? Well, put their backs against the wall. Take advantage of every advantage you're given. In that Chiefs game, they had seven penalties. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but those seven penalties were crucial. They were also down at half. In the Browns game, you remember that game? They lost that game when everybody thought they were going to win that game easily. The Browns somehow managed two picks and one fumble, and they were leading at half. So if you make the Ravens play to you, make them beat you instead of you beating yourself, not those silly mistakes, you're going to have a good game. Lastly, the run game, you have to keep playing. You have to keep performing the way you've been performing. The Texans are number five, I believe, right now in rushing yards per game. You have to continue that. And the very last and maybe the most important, because we know players like DeAndre Hopkins, we know uh, we, we know Carlos Hyde and the running game will do what they're going to do even. We know what Deshaun Watson is going to do, so that's why I'm not naming him. But Bill O'Brien and Tim Kelly, your team has looked the best when you have looked the best, when you have coached the best, when you are creating these plays, the RPOs with the tight ends and getting the ball out quicker. That is where the Houston Texans have looked the best, i.e. Atlanta, i.e. Kansas City, i.e. the Chargers, i.e. Oakland. Get everybody involved and get them involved early. Do not allow the Ravens to just beat up on you. You cannot do that. With their backs up against the wall, one, I I personally do believe the Texans are going to come out and their number one focus is going to be stop Baltimore's run game. But the one thing I do not want the Texans to forget, and I do believe if the Texans secondary can step up and make it a tough, make it a tough day for their receiving core, I do believe the Houston Texans will come out with a victory because at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson is great. <laughs> He's going to get his. But at some point, if you force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball more than he's running it, I do believe the Houston Texans can win this game. And I'm looking at their secondary because the Ravens wide receiver core, they are okay. I mean, they're not the best, nor are they the worst. But their top receiver is their tight end. If the Texans can force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball more and in the Texans secondary can step up, they, they could come out with the with a win with, with this game because everyone knows that the Baltimore Ravens are going to try to beat you on the ground. If you force Lamar Jackson can, to throw, the Texans secondary can step up. And like I say, this isn't a wide receiver core that's one of the best in the league. They, they are... Maybe it's slightly above average. 
And I'm glad you said that because you know they, their game plan. You know how John Harbaugh has built this team around exactly. Jackson. They run the ball more times than not. You want to know how many times they pass the ball? Only, only 46% of the time. That puts them at number 31 out of 32 qualifying teams. They don't throw the ball a lot. They don't. They know what their bread and butter is. The only team that doesn't throw the ball as much as them is the San Francisco 49ers. And guess who runs the ball pretty damn well? Mm. San Francisco 49ers. So you know their game plan. And going into this week, if I'm hardball and this coaching staff, the thought is still make them beat us. We're not going to change because of the hype that surrounded this game. Jackson versus versus Watson. Who's the MVP? Who's going to do this? We've seen these guys play before in college. One was at Louisville. One was at Clemson. This is this and this is that. We're not going to get into all that. We're not. But what we're going to do is play our game. Why change now? And they won't. Harbaugh hasn't changed since we've known him in the NFL. You know he's going to run the ball. He's going to ground and pound you. Play what you're supposed to play. Be disciplined. Do not over-pursuit, but pursuit to your lane. That is the only way you're going to beat this team. Also, Will Full and Bradley Roby, they were practicing today. Very questionable for Sunday's game. We need those guys back. Simply put, we need a healthy team. Health is wealth. <laughs> like, that's been a saying for the longest of time. The more healthier you are, the more you're alive, right? You don't want to be a, a dead dead team coming off a bye, going to this game, getting caught in the hype. Bill O'Brien has to do his job. Tim Kelly has to do his job. Everybody who comes to play has to do their job. I think this Sunday will definitely be an MVP matchup. I can't wait. I gave my prediction on what I thought yesterday, but it's so much behind this team. Simply To simply put it, let's just wait and see. <laughs> let's just wait and see. I'm John, some sports guy, Hickman, uh, with Locked On Texas Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily Texas talk and news update. I can't do this show without my man, Cody Davis. Yes, and as always, please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And shout out to everybody who got the Vernon Hargraves right. I said I was going to shout y'all out, and I did. I just want to shout you out again because the, the reality of it is, Let's say him and Gary Young works out. Let's say Gary Young continues to work out. Vernon works out. Uh, well, next year, we're going into the season with a major problem that we have experienced here in Houston fixed. You have three corners under the age of 27 first-round talents that can continue to help not only the secondary, but help this defense get back to where they want. And then you can focus on other areas of improvement, like finding another edge rusher. So, word from the wise. We are the wise, and we have words. No means no. That's what I have to say today. Until next time, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.